0: Stringtown Road, Clarksburg, 1B at 16501 Norwood Road, Sandy Spring. Uh, It's a master plan site 20A-14. Can I have a motion to approve these hops?
1: Uh, Madam Chair, hearing no objections, I move that we approve the following historic area work permits and according with staff reports, Based upon the record before us, in consideration of the recommendations of the local advisory panels and including the conditions recommended by staff. Hop number 1054192 at 23515 Frederick Road to 23200 Stringtown Road, Clarksburg. Hop number 1054359. Uh, Master Plan Site 28-14 at 16501 Norwood Road, Sandy Spring.
0: Do I hear a second on that motion?
2: Commissioner Galway. I'll second it.
0: All in favor, say aye.
2: Aye. Aye. Aye.
0: Okay, now we're going to move on to the hop, the single hop that we will be hearing tonight. It is Item 1D at 22200 Clarksburg Road, Boyd's, is there a staff report?
3: There is, this is Chris Berger, preservation staff for the record. This is a revision to historic area work permit number 956436 for the Cephas Summers House and its garage at 22200 Clarksburg Road. It includes both retroactive work items and proposed work. The photo you see is from 1992, the house The house dates to before the Civil War. It is a master plan site. This aerial is from about a year ago. Before the work began, the parcel is outlined in red. And the star is the location of the house. Note the new construction across Clarksburg Road and the subdivided lots to the north where homes are currently under construction. The HPC has reviewed this project a number of times. There were four preliminary consultations and then the HPC approved the hop in 2021 with four conditions. There also was a staff approval in May 2023 for changes to the fenestration on the back of the garage. Staff visited the property twice late last year when they noted the deviations from the approved plans which led to the revised plans that are before you tonight. These are the relevant regulations. Um, Staff notes that this is a reconstruction, so you may question why we are applying the Secretary of the Interior's rehab standards. And to quote from the staff report from 2021, when this hop originally was before you, the Secretary of the Interior defines rehabilitations as the act or process or making possible a compatible use for a property through repair alterations and additions while preserving those portions of features which convey its historical, cultural, or architectural values. Because the property is a master plan site, the Commission's focus in reviewing the proposal should be the Secretary of the Interior Standards for Rehabilitation. And to further quote from that 2021 staff report, the Master Plan for Historic Preservation notes, that historic preservation provides a sense of continuity in time of stability and durability while familiar landmarks instill a loyalty to place and thus a commitment to the community and the county. While the Cephas Summers House has greatly deteriorated, staff finds that this reconstruction plan is in the best interest of furthering the wider preservation goal of fixing the history of this farming community in place. The newly constructed house and its an environmental setting will be prominently placed on a lot adjacent to the new development to the north and it will be an enduring reminder of the rural legacy of 19th century farmsteads in. The this area so this is a list of all the retroactive review items that are color-coded in red we will go through the list um, shortly more thoroughly throughout this presentation I won't read them all now we'll get to them and this uh, in green are the proposed work items so first for the site plan and I'll orient you this is the front porch of the property this is Clarksburg Road right over here and the applicant proposes to grade the property toward the road the brick walkway will connect from the side elevation of the garage which is over here and it'll link to the side entrance over at the back of the house and then curl around towards the front to the to the front porch next for the roof plan the previously approved is on the left here and the applicant proposes um, retroactive reviews for the redesign and reconfiguration of the chimney. So this is, you can't see it too well, but this is originally how the chimney was oriented. Um, this is how it was built, slight deviation from what was um, approved. The addition of box fence are now shown on the roof in various areas, uh, the parapet, which you'll see in photos and other plans later. It divides the two different roofing materials. That's shown on the on the new plan here. And we also see um, gutters are shown on the plan here along the edge of the roof lines. Here is a recent photo of the front of the house and a list of the retroactive and proposed review items that are visible from this elevation. And I'll go to the plans. Um, The left elevation, again, is the previously approved. Right is what is proposed Is this part of, is this application. So what you see here are the changes to the chimneys. Basically, they've been reoriented and slightly closer to the roof edge. Um, The windows now have thicker muntins throughout the house. What was approved was an inch and one eighth, and the windows that were installed are an inch and three quarters. There's alterations to the foundation in that, and you can't see it too well, but there's a, a cap at the base of the foundation um, where it meets the siding here, and we'll see that on other elevations well. And just peeking above here is the parapet. Parapet. Um, steps will be added to the front porch. As you see, they're not on the previous elevation, so that's a, a new addition. Um, there will not be railings and a balustrade, so you'll see on this elevation that there is a need for more fill to, to raise up. As you can see, this is the current condition, so there will be a need for more uh, fill here on this elevation, and then we see the gutters and the downspouts are on this revised elevation. Moving on to the right side elevation, this is how it looks recently. And here is the list of the retroactive changes and the proposed changes. And here is the new revised elevation. So you again see the chimney changes, uh, the windows with the thicker muntins, changes to the cornice, which are very slight, and we can you can see the slight changes on the two elevations, just very minimal differences. Um, stairway orientation for this side entry, and this is the previously approved elevation on this page. So you see, it was going in this direction. Now it's coming toward you in this revised elevation. The cap at the base of the siding again is 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 along this elevation here. Vinyl hopper windows are now visible in the basement. They previously were not shown on the plan due to the to the grading there, so the change in, in grade with the reconstruction is necessitated, uh, the addition of those windows. Um, there's a new HVAC unit shown here. We see the box fence on the roof, and here's the parapet, again, to mark the change in the roofing materials. Proposed changes on this elevation, again, uh, the gutters and downspouts. The porch posts here will be wrapped in the same stone that you see at the foundation. And this stairway will have uh, wood balustrade and railing and, and stairs. And as I said, this is the previously approved. This is how it looked prior to construction. This is what previously approved. This is the rear elevation. And here's the list of the completed and proposed work which we'll get into. And this series shows from left to right the original house, the previously approved, and the most recent, re, recently revised plans. For the changes, again, the chimney, the thicker window, mountains, um, we have the, Very faintly, the the right side stairway orientation is shown here, Um, cap at the base of the siding. There's another HVAC condenser here, box fence on the roof. Can sort of see the parapet right on the top of the roof line here, roof pitch. We have the gutters and downspouts. Again, the porch post will be wrapped in that stone veneer, wood railings, Um, stairs and balustrade on this porch. Going around the house, this is the left side elevation. Here's the list of proposed and um, retroactive changes. And here is the proposed elevation. Again, chimney changes, the windows, basement windows down here and thicker muntins on these windows, the box vents on the roof, the parapet, the gutters and downspouts, the posts at the porches are clad in the stone veneer, and then the wood balustrade railings and stairs on this porch. And this is what the house originally looked like on the left elevation, and this was what was previously approved um, on the left side elevation. Most notably, you will see that the difference in the grading has changed pretty significantly. I'll go to the proposed elevation here where you can see a lot of the uh, stone veneer foundation and, and that wasn't very evident in what was previously approved. Okay, moving on to the newly constructed garage. On the left is a photo of the front. The other photo is the left side elevation facing the house. This is the rear elevation and this is the left side elevation right up on the property line. Here's the list of retroactive and proposed items for the garage. And I'll go through them on the plans. So um, for the retroactive items, the lights were installed on all four, or shown on all four elevations now. The eaves were supposed to be boxed in, or the eaves were supposed to be exposed and have been boxed in. The arrangement of the fenestration has been changed on the back elevation here. I'll I'll go to what was previously approved. So this is what was previously approved, and this is how it is now. Um, The siding reveal was to be six inches, it's actually seven inches. There's a faux brick stamped pattern that has been added to the foundation Um, and the garage door pattern has changed slightly. This was what was previously approved here for the garage doors, and this is how it is actually, so very slight deviation. As for proposed changes, there were supposed to be gable vents that were to be um, installed. They have not been installed, so they'd like to have those removed from the plans. Um, Concrete slab that was supposed to be at the base of the left side elevation has not been installed so there was to be there was to be a slab here and it, it wasn't constructed I guess it wasn't necessary due to the grade um, and shutters were not installed at some of the windows so there was proposed shutters here on this elevation and those have not been installed so um, Staff supports all the changes, finding them consistent with the County Code, Secretary of the Interior Standards, 10 Mile Creek Limited Area Amendment, and the Master Plan of Historic Preservation. As you see on the screen, staff has noticed minor differences between the as-built conditions and the drawings, so we'd like to get those cleaned up with the following condition, that the applicants must provide an accurate set of final drawings before the plans are stamped. Do we have any
4: questions?
0: Are there any questions for staff? Commissioner Doman?
4: It is Commissioner Doman. Um, this is a um, complete reconstruction. Uh, and I, if I remember right, when this was discussed a couple of years ago, I think it came up originally. Um, under the guise that it's a complete re- reconstruction, um, we were going to require a plaque or something to be put on the house that identifies it as, as a reconstruction, and, and that is not an original original property. And I don't see that in here. I was wondering if that is to be, still be considered.
5: This is Rebecca Ballow for the record. That was discussed um, during the hop, but the HPC did not make that a final condition of approval for that hop. If you would like to do so tonight or, or debate that or discuss it with, with the applicant, I'd encourage you to do so.
4: Yeah, well, I, actually, I thought we had agreed upon that. I, I don't think this is a major thing, and I have no problem with, with the report. I just thought that we should at least... Identify the fact that this is not the original house.
5: I think I remember we discussed it several years ago. I think you should still discuss it. Mm-hmm. It was not a. con ‑‑ At that time, the commission did not vote to make that a condition of approval of the hop. Though it, it was definitely discussed.
0: Commissioner Doman, when we're done with our questions and comments, I would I would request that you make a motion in that regard. I think you'll find support from the rest of the commissioners. Any other questions? Commissioner Haynes.
1: Um, yes. Do we, do we know what the purpose of the parapet on the roof is? I mean, why was it uh, generated to, I know you said to separate the roof material, but it was not part of the, the original approved plan.
5: Again, this is Rebecca Ballow, um, and I know that we do have a representative from Pulte here tonight who can probably speak to this more technically correct than I will, but I'll give it a shot. Um, Because we have the metal shingles bumping up against the asphalt shingles, the two materials can't run into each other. So the construction of this small parapet that is then wrapped in in metal, you know, boxed in is is the solution for how those materials are going to meet in the same plane.
0: Any other questions? Um, is, is there anyone speaking for the applicant of this meeting tonight?
5: Yes, a representative from Pulte is okay. here this evening. I, I don't have,
0: okay, that would be great. I'll hold my questions until they come. Um, whoever's speaking for Pulte, if you would please come forward and um, turn on the mic and introduce yourself and your relationship to this project, please.
6: My name is Bradley Nicholas, Vice President of Construction Operations for Pulte's Mid-Atlantic Division.
0: Thank you very much. Do we have any questions for the
5: Pulte representative? Madam Vice Chair, just a quick point of order. Um, if, he has an, if he has a presentation or anything else to give, he gets seven minutes for that.
0: I apologize. If you'd like to make a presentation, please, please do so.
6: No presentation, but happy to answer any questions.
0: Thank you. All right. Any questions?
6: Anybody? Yes.
0: Commissioner Haynes.
1: Um, yeah, t- my, my question as to the necessity of the parapet, um, and uh, Ms. Ballow, I think, answered it, but I'd like to hear your question, or your, your uh, answer to that as well. If I, I am assuming that the roof planes are in the same plane, the two different materials, and there was a need to have a break to how, how do we transition from metal to asphalt?
6: Yeah, Ms. Bala was correct. That was the solution that um, we proposed uh, to ensure that the, the roof continued to be a waterproof assembly.
1: And it could not have been done in, in sort of a more subtle way with, with um, maybe a, a metal flashing transition type thing. S- Seems like a parapets a lot of effort to make a, a transition.
6: You know, it, it says parapet, and I think we often associate that with something that's very tall. It, it's a fairly small parapet, um, and we, you know, we wanted to have enough surface area to, to ad- adequately transition it between the different materials.
1: But it does rise up uh, four inches or so above the this roof plane, is that correct? Yes. Okay, thank you.
7: Commissioner Radu. Hi, um, I just have a follow-up question to this roof. I mean, was that the cause of the fact that the ridge of this back section of the building is higher than the ridge of the main um, section that had the porch? Because it seems like uh, the staff pointed out that this, the ridge is slightly higher.
6: There, Could you describe exactly the area that you're... That you're referring to? Uh,
7: Well, at the intersection between the
6: between the two roofing materials.
7: Well, between the main section of the house with the porch and the the T or the L, like uh, I guess the the two gable roofs. Yeah, the front of the house where the where the mouse is now on the screen.
5: If you, it's that little bit right there.
6: Right there. Bear with me a second. Let me take a peek, ma'am. I'm honestly not sure exactly how this evolved in, into this particular design. Um, I think some of it was from from my. Uh, Discussions with fellow team members. I think there's a difference between the original house and the additions And I think that that might have come into play
7: Thank you
0: Commissioner Doman
4: is Commissioner Doman I Actually I drove by the house on Monday and I didn't get to see it Um, Obviously you're gonna do a lot of grading in the front because there's a lot of exposed the footing below the decking is exposed and you're gonna bring that up so you don't have to put a handrail up. I understand that, that reason. Um, r- right now you show the steps coming forward towards Clarksburg Road. Have you thought about doing it a sideways, going towards the garage instead of, because, you, because when you put all that grading in, you're gonna, it's, it's steep right now as it drops off from the front of the house and you put more grading in, you're gonna be even steeper coming down. Would you, have you considered maybe Changing your access the staircase to the to the front porch to the side instead of coming straight off the front of the house.
6: I think that's a that's a good point. Uh, honestly, we had not because um, we wanted to provide that path, um, and I think the, for lack of a better term, uh, the normal look to a front porch. Right, you usually exit from the front instead of the
4: side. But you you're working with a very steep grade. All of a sudden, you yes. know, and not you come down the steps, but then. You're going to have to somehow level out to get a, a walkway that's level to come around. It seems to me to be a lot easier just to come off the side.
6: It would be. I, I think you're, you're probably right. Um, you know, I, I think in, in our minds it was that traditional front porch. We want to come out, come out the front of it.
4: That's, okay. That's I what did we're And and my comment is is that I thought you did a wonderful job on it. It looked first class. <laughs> you know, the you. windows were nice. Everything was done very good. Um, It follows the drawings and it looks like it's uh, a nice project, so thank you.
6: Thank you.
0: Any other questions? If not, I will close out because I have a couple of questions. Um, Speaking of the grading, um, why, I don't recall the grading being that low in front of the house previously. Why is it, why did it drop so low?
6: Ma'am, I believe it's a function of our, our uh, approved site plan and where we were allowed to site that house. I think it it brought it a, a little further forward. Um, and as uh, there were also some other grading changes in the area as part of, part of the road that went in front. Um, I think it, that just kind of all came together. So it's definitely a little steeper at the front. Yes, ma'am. Um,
0: obviously, looking at the photograph that's up right now, there is no planting material around that house anymore what are the plans for planting anything that could buffer it a little bit uh you know soften the appearance
6: around the front porch
0: around the front porch in particular the front um, of the house
6: at the, this time we don't have any current plans but I, I don't disagree with you that you know some ground cover or, or something like that could could help it
0: well i think you need to plant some trees back uh, obviously and some shrubbery it just it Previously, you know, in the existing condition, it was obviously horribly overgrown, but there were obviously trees also that had been there a very long time, and they're now gone, and it's barren. And especially with the construction, the existing development across the street, it just is very raw and unattractive-looking. And it's a shame, because it's a beautiful little house. Um, um, the windows, how did you get from... How did the windows get changed that the muttons are so much larger than they were? Because you had specified a window previously that had the smaller muttons. What happened?
6: Um, The previously specified window had a significant lead time, um, well over a year. Mm -hmm. Um, So we actually submitted an alternate window. Um, Dimensions were very close, and we overlooked a note on the approval that said everything has to be exactly the same Mm -hmm. and different manufacturers, slightly different dimensions.
0: Um, And that kind of also leads to my final comment, which is that's quite a long list of retroactive chain hops you want there. Um, As many times as Pulte came before us, before this all started, is well versed in what's involved with working with us and the staff How did you get so many changes without contacting staff prior to, before them them finding out?
6: Honestly, we made a mistake. As we furthered the documents to um, prepare them to the state that we could obtain a building permit, right? For example, box fence on the roof, right? Mm -hmm. I need those in today's codes to to achieve code compliance. Um, As we submitted it uh, to the building department, we thought someone was looking at it, and we were wrong. We didn't realize it had to be a separate submission um, to have a meeting like this today. So that was our mistake.
0: Um, Well, going forward um, for this property and any other historic property that Pulte even comes close to that we had deal with, I would recommend that you keep on top of this. Pulte keeps on top of this so that this doesn't happen again. We do not favor as many long lists of retroactive hops. Ever from anybody. Um, if that is the case, can I get a motion? Yeah, oh, yes, Commissioner Doman, I guess we get need to. I have
4: a, <laughs> another comment.
0: Go right ahead, for the For
4: the applicant here. Um, could you just dis- um, comment on the rationale for your selection of material for the front porch decking and your selection of material for the columns that support? the roof over the front porch? Uh,
6: it was um, really in discussions with staff and uh, what has previously been accepted by the commission and um, what meets the character of, of the home of that time period. Could you
4: identify what they are?
6: Uh, I believe it's a tongue and groove wood decking running perpendicular to the house, sir. I don't know the exact dimensions. i have to leaf through all this stuff. But I know it's a wood decking running perpendicular to the house.
4: And the columns? The
6: columns below the deck we're going to wrap them um, in a in a stone very similar to the foundation so that it matches um, I can't remember what the columns are at this time I have to take a look through here
5: they should be wood the, uh, this is Rebecca Ballow they were approved yeah. to be wood and I've I've had conversations with the team from Pulte on site because they were looking at a slightly different design, yes. but by my understanding is that they're proved to be wood and that they are installed as wood on site.
6: Correct. Wanted to look at the drawings before I said something.
4: Please check that out.
6: <laughs> yes, yeah, they're, they're wood. Are you sure? <laughs> I'll double check.
0: Are there any other comments or questions? Um, if not, Commissioner Doman, I, I would, I'm going to ask for a motion, but I would ask Commissioner Doman if he would like to uh, speak to the condition that he'd like to add to this.
4: Well, can I propose a motion? Yes, you may, sir. That um, part of the um, requirements for approval of hop 105, no, it's not the right one, hop number 956436, Also include um, recommendation that a plaque either be installed in the front of the house or in a visible place that identifies that this is a complete reconstruction of the house and perhaps includes some history regarding the Cephalus Summers home and the history of the neighborhood. So I think a little plaque would be helpful for anybody who buys this in the future.
0: Uh, Commissioner Doeman, could you rephrase that to be a little bit tighter and to include the one condition the staff has uh, suggested in the report? Or the one condition, I'm sorry, the one condition.
4: That a plaque be put on the front of the house?
0: Uh, No, that an accurate set of final drawings be included. So if you could just rephrase it as your one condition and the condition as suggested by staff. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that make a motion that we um, add uh, condition to approval of this, that uh, plaque be put on the front of the House designating that this is reconstruction, and that drawings be provided to staff uh, indicating that this has been done. Okay.
0: Do I hear a second?
4: Commissioner Haynes, will second.
0: All in favor say aye. 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 All in, anyone opposed or abstaining? If not, then the motion is approved. Thank you very much.
6: Thank you. Thank
0: you. All right, we are moving on from the hops to preliminary consultations. The first consultation is to a at 11650 Snowden Farm Parkway, germantown hop number one zero five three nine nine four it's a master plan site number 13 slash 19 how House farm um is there a staff report uh
8: yes there is madam chair Uh, again this is a preliminary consultation for the house farm at one one six five zero snowden farm parkway uh it's a House was constructed in circa 1884 with later modifications through the 20s. Most of the accessory structures were uh, constructed from the 20s into the 30s, and this was designated for uh, both the architecture of the house and for its association as a family-owned dairy farm in the county. Uh, We've seen this several times, um, both as, as a preliminary consultation and as a hop, uh, including demolitions of three outbuildings. Um, we saw, um, most recent, uh, that we approved a, a sign at the entrance, and most recently we heard a preliminary consultation for a discussion of roof repair. So again, this is an aerial, um, the area that we're focused is primarily on the left of the screen, uh, which is to the rear of the house. Like the road, Snowden Farm Parkway, you can just barely see in the upper right corner. So uh, the purpose of the proposal is for the applicant to construct uh, bases for two statues on the west of the historic house. Additional hardscaping will be constructed at a future date and this proposal is to be reviewed under chapter 24A, uh, the HPC's administrative regulations and the Secretary of the Interior's standards for rehabilitation. Um, So there are, two statues that are proposed as part of this. Um, The bases are different. Um, There's one uh, base that's for uh, the statue of Shiva. It's a square, it's approximately 50 by 50, constructed out of uh, concrete and brick. Um, There are additional steeples uh, located at uh, different points in um, the, the ground floor level. And then there is another proposal for a Statue of Buddha in um, this round base set in a square. Again, that's 43, just over 43 feet square. So this is, uh, the proposal is generally consistent with the original concept plan that the HPC saw as a preliminary consultation in 2021. You can see, I I did sort of blow up the current proposal here to be a little bit larger, but um, the bases are um, to the west and to the the southwest of the house um, towards the rear of, of the property. So staff finds that the placement and size of proposed podiums are generally consistent with the feedback provided by the HPC at the June 2021 preliminary consultation Staff finds that the concrete and brick are appropriate materials for the hardscape features at the subject property. Uh, staff finds the proposed statues, which were shown only for illustrative purposes in the submitted materials, will not overwhelm the character of the site. And um, I, I don't, at the risk of getting too far into the weeds, um, you know, we need, we do need more information about both the, the, um, the podiums and this with the statues on top of them, both for few shed studies. Um, which will be required for HOP. But as far as review of of the statues themselves, there are uh, First Amendment concerns and and there are concerns related to RELUPA, which is the Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act. Um, And that does somewhat constrain the HPC's ability to regulate the content of the statues. Um, And and I'm going to go over the four basic principles of uh, RELUPA, but I am not the HPC's attorney, so if we do have a a deeper discussion, we have one that we can reach out to. So um, the four four bullets presented by the Department of Justice is uh, the law bars land use regulations that substantially burden religious exercise, except where justified by a compelling governmental interest that the government pursues the least restrictive way possible, two, requires the government to treat houses of worship as favorably as non-religious assemblies. Three, it bars the governments from discriminating on the basis of religion or religious denomination. And four, it bars the governments from totally or unreasonably excluding religious assemblies, institutions, or structures. Uh, Again, uh, in November we held a preliminary consultation that talked about the uh, degrading condition of the metal shingle and standing seam roof. Um, it had deteriorated beyond repair. Uh, again, both staff and the HPC stressed that it's imperative that a waterproof roof um, be installed on the house to, especially considering the, the work that's already been done on the interior of the house. The HPC concurred with staffs finding that the metal shingles are character defining features and the applicant continues to work with staff and heritage areas to assist them with additional sources of funding. Um, so, Uh, The other reason that staff wanted to bring this forward as a preliminary consultation is um, sort of a a larger discussion about the the property and its redevelopment. Up until now, we saw a concept for the whole lot in 2021. And up until now, this has been sort of the uh, alteration or modification of historic structures on the property. And this is the first time that we're integrating new construction. So um, the, the most, sort of the analogous case is the Spencer Carr House, which you see in front of you in the lower right. Um, this site, which is larger than House Farm, was redeveloped to include a contemporary church building. It converted the historic barn into a school building and then um, another, I forget how many, 100 acres were converted into a um, commercial solar farm. So in a recently approved hop for um, work done to the house, the HPC required that the owners to submit periodic reports that would help identify any potential long-term threats to the preservation of the house so they could be quickly rectified. Um, in this case, there were known issues with um, the foundation and um and in some, cases, some small areas of um, exterior cladding. Those were able to be identified quickly and repaired. Um, the house remains, in this case, the Spencer Car House remains unoccupied until such time as, as the, um, the church can put it to use, either for religious purposes or as a rental property. So as part of this preliminary consultation, staff encourages the HPC to discuss methods to ensure the protection of the historic house and significant agricultural buildings as the site is further developed. And I will answer any questions or go into any further details at this time.
0: Are there any questions for staff at this point? Commissioner Haynes?
1: Um, Do we know the distance from uh, Snowden Parkway to the closest statue, what that relative distance is?
8: Um, I don't have that, but um, while the applicant is making their presentation, I can come up with a pretty good estimate using GIS. Thank you.
0: If um, I have a question. Um, this is Commissioner Burdett. Um, in many of the master plan sites that we deal with, we've often come across or often dealt with new. Structures or components added to the master plan site for its new use and I'm thinking of That school Behind a very similar house, and that's somewhere up County as well Um, and In that situation it was also viewed that if some point in the future the property changes hands then whatever addition, additions to the property that are not in contact with the historic prop structure itself could possibly be removed, so therefore, we did not, you know, put as much constraint on the appearance of those structures, correct?
8: I don't remember the property, but yes, and, and. Um IN THIS INSTANCE, WHAT WAS DISCUSSED AT THE um, ORIGINAL PRELIMINARY CONSULTATION AND WHAT IS BEING PRESENTED THIS EVENING WILL ALL FUNCTION INDEPENDENT OF THE HISTORIC BUILDINGS.
0: THANK YOU. Um, IF THERE ARE NO MORE QUESTIONS, THEN I WILL INVITE THE applicant APPLICANTS TO COME FORWARD. I HAVE SIX NAMES HERE. I SEE ONE OF THE PEOPLE IS ACTUALLY ON REMOTE. So if, um, gentlemen, if you will turn on the mics, identify yourselves for the record, and then we will also have the one guest online identify themselves after you two have, all right? Thank you. Good evening,
9: Hi. I'm Hi. From Casey, a Volunteer
10: engineer for NECC. Good evening, Vice-Chair, um, Madam Vice-Chair. I'm Prashant Gangul. I'm an architect representing the, um, the Nepal Education Culture Center. Thank you.
8: Good evening, Madam Vice-Chair and Commissioner and staff. My name is Prashal Rigmi. I'm the president of the organization. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Um, you will have, how many minutes do they have to make a presentation? seven minutes you have seven minutes to make a presentation and it will be seven minutes total for whoever is speaking in whatever component portions okay thank you thank you madam
9: chair so yeah I'm here again with another uh, uh, permit application for podium construction so these are two podiums that we're proposing Um, so based on our original site plan so these two were since uh, Uh, Our first uh, site plan. So these two were our our, uh, preliminary site plan. So the first one is uh, Siva Podium. The second one is Buddha Podium. So Siva Podium is slightly on southwest corner from the main building, whereas uh, Buddha Podium is on the west side of silo. So as for staff report, uh, the Buddha Podium is about 60 feet from 60 feet west of silo building, whereas uh, CBO podium will be tentatively 100 feet from the main building and 68 feet from the historic barn. So I have a very short island here today. Uh, so I'll talk a little bit about existing plan, uh, proposed podium construction, and uh, I'll have some answers for our HBC staff report. And so I'll take some questions at the end. Next, please. So this is, uh, there was a question I see somewhere in the staff report. Uh, So we are not proposing any parking areas. So this is the existing condition plan. Uh, On the plan, you clearly see there's existing impervious area. So we are trying to utilize those areas as our temporary parking spaces. So there are some impervious areas on the west side of historic barn. There are some impervious areas uh, in front of the main building. And there is a gravel, uh, impervious gravel road that wraps around the main building. So this is uh, the site plan that we are proposing to construct. Uh, So the first one on southwest corner is the Siva statue podium. So we already have the Siva statue, so we're not fabricating here. So this is uh, donated by one of our donor uh, the total cost cost more than forty thousand dollars to get here from India. Uh, so we have the statue on our premises since uh, July 2022, and the Buddha Buddha statue we have been uh, uh, we have that statue since uh, 2012 or 13, uh, if I'm not wrong. So we used to have this uh, statue in our uh, old location in Beersheba. So we, uh, as Madam Chair just mentioned that uh, you know, uh, in case of uh, property being sold to another. Uh, uh, owner, so what happens to the uh, new Edison? So we, you know, we took our Edison with us. So we we brought back the Buddha podium, Buddha statue from billsfield property. So this is a cross section of uh, a statue, uh, as in the SBC staff report, uh, the uh, footprint is fifty by fifty square feet. Uh, so and there is a handicap ADA ramp on the backside of the. Of the podium. Uh, So the construction material will be concrete and we'll provide you uh, the detailed material specifications once uh, the final design is approved. Uh, This is a planned view of Buddha Podium, uh, which is on the west side of uh, Silo Building. Uh, This is, I I like to correct, this is also 50 by 50. Uh, uh, Yeah, this is 50 by 50 Buddha Podium, uh, very similar to Siva Statue Podium. And here are some questions uh, that uh, some questions that I found in the start report, and then I have the answers for them. Uh, so as for uh, June 28, 2021, spc uh, Plenary and consultation a meeting with SBC, uh, we are committed to follow uh, the agreement that we had in 2021. Uh, NEC's volunteer engineers, architects, uh, we are working to develop a final site plan, uh, so as you know, all the historical building will have. An obstructed view from the right of way from Snowden Farm Parkway. So, all our new additions will be uh, not impeding uh, uh, or not, not blocking any view of historical uh, assets. And the other question, uh, the answer to other question was uh, uh, about the material specification. Uh, so, we'll share, uh, as I said earlier, we'll say the material specifications once we have a, a concrete design. Uh, for the uh, so we have to calculate some loading uh, uh, for the for the podium. So once we have that, we will provide you that details. And uh, so the paving material, uh, I think uh, uh, the staff recommends uh, having either uh, asphalt concrete, asphalt uh, uh, walkway, or tinted concrete. So we agree on that. We will either use asphalt or tinted concrete. So. Uh, on the report so several commissioners have expressed their concern about the, you know what will happen to historical building with all these new additions so you know our vision NCC's vision is to save and utilize uh, the historical property that we have on our hand uh, we, we are the steward of this property so there will be some uh, few only two or three new new structures uh, uh, in the property uh, and which are which is uh, most required for our community uh, purposes. Uh, so the new structure will uh, will never impede any 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 uh, value or uh, historical value of this uh, this historical dairy farm. And uh, uh, as a as a car uh, 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 historical uh, uh, property, we are also going to develop a, a document um, uh, explaining how we're going to use the building and how we're going to preserve the building for the longer life.
0: And,
9: oh Yeah, so these, these are some facts, uh, you know, uh, so well, I mean, since we bought this property, you know, we have, you know, uh, flipped the property into a very beautiful location. So uh, I know you are most welcome to, you know, visit our property. So the difference is there. And then uh, so to preserve the, the value of this historical property, so we are going to convert uh, a room or two. Uh, to showcase, we have some photographs, we have some artifacts from the from the history. So we're going to showcase those into rooms as a as a museum. So all the visitors, not only uh, not necessarily belongs to the Nepali community, but everyone is welcome uh, to visit our our museum. And uh, our property is, uh, is is open to public. Uh, we just opened a trail around the uh, the property, which is this uh, Arden trail. Uh, uh, we cleared the buses, uh, cleared the buses, opened the 5, five feet wide uh, walkway. And uh, so we are in collaboration with one of the a non-profit in Clarksburg, which is uh, Healthy Kids. So they organize uh, 5K runs. So we have collaboration with them. So they're going to start their uh, five-weeks program in our property uh, from April or May. Next slide, Yeah, so uh, so for the uh, last time I was here for roofing uh, uh, hop permit. So we are in process of uh, roof replacement. So for temporary temporarily we uh, waterproof the roof, and we are in uh, negotiation with two contractors. Uh, so yeah, there are some delays due to our you know funding issues and some log- logistics. So but we are on it. So we'll get the roof done this year. Yeah, thank you very much, and I'm open to questions if you have any.
0: All right. I'm going to ask for questions for the applicant, but I need to remind everybody that we do have other speakers tonight, so there will be no discussion or deliberation. Let's keep, keep strict to just questions. Are there any questions?
8: Uh, Madam, Madam Chair, before uh, questions begin, I just wanted to answer Commissioner Haynes' uh, question from earlier. So the closest base will be approximately 650 feet from Snowden Farm Parkway. Thank you.
11: Commissioner Pelletier, ah, thanks. Um, can you talk a little bit about the lighting of these of these podiums? Like at night, are they going to be lit? So there will
9: be there will be there will be no overhead lighting for these uh, podiums, but there will be some like decorative uh, uh, lighting around the walkway and around the podium.
11: Has that been designed? It is, it is not in the in, the, in the design
9: drawing, but it's not finalized yet.
11: Okay. All right. Thank you. Any other questions,
0: Commissioner Haynes?
1: Um, my question is about the the size of the podiums and what factors, from your perspective, um, influence the size
9: of the podium. So there is a, there is no hard and fast rule for the for the size of podium, but their shape really matters. So as for Buddha religion, but I don't I don't I don't follow, but I, as for Buddha religion, it has to have a certain certain size, but my friend here, uh, architect, he will uh, put some lighting on it.
10: Um, thank you for the question. Um, so um, as you know, we have both Hinduism and Buddhism in our country, Nepal. Um, and both of them, um, the way we, 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 um, we look to the gods is like we want to have them higher, just like in church and um, in other. Religious faith, um, so um, the there's always uh, if you go and Google the temples and monasteries in Kathmandu or Nepal, you would see them put on a um, on a platform like a layers of platform tiered structure. So that's what we are trying to replicate as well, and um, the shapes are based on the both the religious uh, beliefs, as you know. Um, it, what is shown in the drawing is um, uh, what we presented is not clear drawing. But if you look at the drawing that the uh, historic preservation staff uh, presented in the report, you can see the buddha, Buddhist uh, the buddha podium has um, the mandala shape and it has a circular because of the Nirvana that the Buddhist religion has and the Uh, exactly opposite to that is the Hinduism, which is all square and permanent. So that's where this kind of shapes and uh, sizes are coming in. So for our purpose, what we did was we just wanted to make sure that we are at least a person height above so we can, when we, if we are to gather and pray to the lords, then it becomes kind of a a majestic view for everyone.
1: Is there a particular Orientation, yes, and that is, and I assume that
10: yeah, that, that, yeah. So it's basically um, um, the way the um, way the statue faces. That's the the those, those positions are uh, kind of written and kind of a norms in the religious books. And uh, we consulted uh, uh, Tibetan lamas for the Buddhism and uh, Kathmandu. Um, uh, uh, monks about how, where to put it, how to put it, what to put where, and same about the, uh, the priest when it comes to Hinduism and realism, so.
1: And, and just one final question. Um, I forget which minute it is. Um, my apologies. Let me see if I can. Uh, I believe it's the Shiva? Uh, yes. Pur-diam? has three little structures, roof structures, mm-hmm. and are th- what's the nature of those? Are, they, um, are there functions about that? Is there any religious significance to those three pavilions?
10: Yes, um, that's a very good question. I'm kind of um, happy to answer to that. Uh, to that. Um, as you know, um, when we go to the church, you go to Mat- um, Mother Mary, right? Um, and then there's other figures, historic figures, and other stuff that the people of that faith uh, put there. So similar to to um, to that in Hinduism, um, you may have if you have um, heard of it, um, uh, Kathmandu has more uh, gods than people. <laughs> so uh, so these 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 small um, structures, um, it's like uh, you have an elephant god, the Ganesha. So there's some, even within that religious group, Hinduism religious group, there are some people who learn, who has to go to the Ganesa first before going to any other god. And then there are some civities. Though. So so there's a there's a ritual that they follow, so that's why uh, these small um, structures are there for uh, Ganesa. And then uh, we'll probably have a Saraswati, which is a goddess of education and um, few others that i forgot right now so so just three main uh, other figures would be installed there
9: thank you and we that go. also sorry uh, yeah and ahead. that also symbolizes uh, the nepali heritage so you know the pagodas uh, that the first architect of uh, of uh, southeast asia so he traveled all over in china japan so you'll see the temples of that that architectural design which is a pagodas so that also resembles the nepali heritage and those structures are not load-bearing, so it will re- have a small statue inside it. But uh, uh, I believe these are not made of concrete. Right?
10: Uh, we don't, I don't think we have decided on the material as of now.
9: And also for, uh, I would like to go back to, may I? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So for the Buddha, the reason uh, uh, the location for Buddha podium, uh, the reason that we pushed all the way back to the west side is because of the Buddhist. Uh, 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 followers you know they like to meditate and they need little quieter areas in the property so whereas the main building we will have museum we have Shiva statues and all the functions goes around in the main building so it, we, we tried our best to push as far as we can but you know a little away from the neighbors we don't want to disturb the neighbors so that's uh, that's the reason that we, we pushed the Buddha podium to the backside
4: thank you
0: Commissioner Dolan
4: yes yeah, it's Commissioner Doman um, one question I have is, I remember back in, was it 21 when you came in? And I also actually visited the site. I, mean, I think maybe you took, somebody took me around. I went, I went around the whole property and looked at everything. And, and I guess my question is, the original application when you came in, you had, obviously it was very preliminary, I understand all that. Has the height of the Podiums and the height of the statues change from when you originally came in, or are they basically the same height as what you what what we saw back in twenty twenty one?
9: The the height of the statue. Thank you for the question, Commissioner. Um, yeah, the height of the Siva Siva statue, uh, you know, is unchanged. So it is about twelve to fourteen feet high, made up of brass. Uh, it's very heavy, uh, heavy in weight. So the podium size and the material will depend on of that load. So so height, so we the the height. I think we decide the height based on the, the grading of uh, that will be required when you have a new uh, community center. So based on that uh, future grading, so we kind of like want to stay a little above the uh, the, the proposed uh, grading.
4: And and I also think that there was some um, some discussion of how it could how it would be visible from Snowden Parkway if it would be visible at all from. I think you pushed these back a little bit. I think they were basically you kept the same locations behind the house than what you originally came in, but I think they've been moved a little bit and maybe a little bit farther away from the road. So, do you have an idea of how visible they may be from, from the parkway? It will, yeah, it will
9: be partially visible uh, uh, from the Estonian. Uh, from the northeast corner, I think uh, it will be blocked by the historical building. If you go uh, further east, so it, will, it is clearly visible. And it is slightly changed than the original site plan because uh, our existing uh, location, it was uh, in a way of a historical uh, a tree. Uh, the tree is there. So we tried to, you know, we had to save the tree. Uh, so we try we move a little bit so that we don't have to cut down the tree.
4: Now, the land going back towards the back of your property, uh, if I remember right, it looked like it may have been farmed at one time or it had, what are you what are you going to do with the land back there just let it go to the grass or something like that
9: i mean right now we have we have a dedicated uh lawnmower uh, <laughs> full-time lawnmower so he takes out the lawn so if you if you visit now you'll see it looks like a like a shower field uh grass well maintained so right now it's all green space uh we have a volleyball court uh kids sometimes they come and play there uh other than that uh so we use that space for our uh you know, emergency parking if we because we don't allow any parking at the front of the building so
4: okay thank you yeah, thank you
0: any other questions if not I've got one final one um, I'm recalling back to one of your earlier presentations that you had um, quite a lot of garden and landscaping around your podiums is that it's not shown obviously because you're not there yet but that is still in the plan to have um, Gardens and landscaping around your area, correct?
9: Yes, uh, we are are still on that. So, you know, like I said, you know, we have a dedicated landscaper. Uh, We have planted uh, boundary trees all around the property—not all around east and the north side of the property as a Uh, privacy—and then we are still on that plan to have a a flower garden all around the podiums. Thank
0: you. you. Um, Next, we're going to. We have. uh, I have one other speaker listed. Are there
5: others? That that's all we had as well, Madam Vice Chair. Okay,
0: um, you can stay there if you want, or you can go back um, and take other seats. But Mr. Scott Dykes is listed, and if you'd come forward and again turn on the mic until the green button lights up, and identify yourself, your address, and your relationship to this project.
12: Thank you, Vice Chair. Uh, my name is Scott Dykes. Um, I am the owner of the property at 11808 Morningstar Drive. I am adjacent to the Snowden Farm par- Parkway property on the west and southwest side. Uh, full view of the, the Shiva temple that, or the Shiva uh, podium that's in place today, as well as the uh, uh, accessory parking that happens periodically. Um, we were in communication with the NECC when they first moved into the area. Uh, they offered us extended us an opportunity to come join them Uh, they sent out a letter about adding some trees and shrubbery Uh, i responded to them and never heard back Um, for the most part they've been great neighbors there's uh obviously some visual character and historical character conflicts from raising a podium as high as you can see it and trying to maintain historic preservation my house um, some of you may know, is 150 plus years old. It is not on the historic register, but it is well historied in Germantown. It's called London Dairy, and it's had several owners through the years, um, and many of them have tried to preserve it as best they can, and I feel like at this point, we are going to lose some of that visual characteristic and that historical characteristic the further along this goes. Uh, I was not aware of the extensive parking and podium that we're going to be added, um, so at this point in time, I'm not Uh, I'm not opposed, but I am not completely comfortable with a huge visual representation given the number of people that we have seen on the property. Uh, I have small kids. Uh, We have a somewhat privacy, but um, there's just a very large open area where you can, you know, visually see everything from both sides of the property.
0: Are there any questions for Mr. Dykes?
12: I'm sorry, what's your, your address? This is Commissioner Haynes. Eleven eight zero eight Morningstar Drive. And actually a few of my neighbors did not receive notice of this, so I forwarded them some information and they also reached out, I think, through email. I think mm-hmm. they spoke with you. Yes.
8: Yeah, we we did receive written testimony that was uploaded to all of the Commissioner's board books.
0: So um, can you pull a map up so we can see where Morningstar Drive is?
8: yes give me one second please
12: there was also a comment about um clearing the fields um we've noticed recently i think there was a mention of a a trail that was added there was a bridge put in i don't know a few months ago um that we none of our neighbors hoa can't speak to up in the field Uh, the field that was cleared actually hosted a dozen and a half maybe two dozen deer a few families of foxes owls you rabbits you name it um that whole area is cleared down. There is no protection. They, they have no foliage to cover any of that area. It's, it is, like you said, completely flat. It's not being farmed. It's not grass yet, but it is barren right now, uh, and it doesn't host the animals that it once did. I know this is in an environmental commission, so I just I wouldn't have brought it up, but it was brought up.
5: This is Rebecca Ballow with the staff. Just to confirm, you said that there was a bridge, or there there has been construction on the property. So there was a somewhere bridge somewhere along installed?
12: the creek. My understanding is this is a wetland preserve. I don't know who owns it or who's responsible for it, but there was a bridge that's almost the width of a car uh, added within the last few months
5: on the subject property. Correct. Are there any other structures that you've?
12: Not that I can see. Uh, like I said, I, I know when. We we bought the house at the end of 2021, and I remember when they added the Shiva podium. And again, they you know have been lovely neighbors. I, listening to music's been fantastic, um, <laughs> but it's just in in general there is complete unperturbed visibility from their property over to ours. When people are playing volleyball and my kids are outside, they can converse, which is fine. It's, we we love the the community. I was not so aware that it was becoming from a community center to a religious temple gathering for. I, at sometimes I've seen over a hundred cars in their in their emergency area.
5: Just to confirm again, and I'm sorry, you said that there was already a podium installed on the site.
12: Yes, there is a Shiva. I think it was mentioned that it was it was recently purchased. Is that?
5: I just want to clarify no, that.
9: No, I mean there is a temporary Buddha Buddha statue that okay. we we had in Bealsville, so we brought that back. There is no podium right now. It's sitting on a on a on a plaid wooden wooden plaid. So. And the bridge that uh, he's talking is, is not ours. So I talked to the new owner of that property. Uh, we met him. We met once. We mowed their property at the first time. And so he's mowing his, uh, his property. So he constructed a new bridge so that his, his kids can play on the other side of the creek. So we welcome him. You can always enjoy our field. You know, your kids are always you know, welcome to use our field. Thank you.
5: We have the map up now just in case people... Would, would like clarification on, on so any of these. So where
0: is Morningstar? F- oh, I see. Okay, gotcha.
12: Uh, yes, that's yes. my house right there. Yes, and there, there are some two in the very lower right corner of that plot. You can see some shed buildings there. There are a few trees on their side, um, but other than that, there is you know complete total visibility from my backyard into their backyard
0: and where's the adjacent property with do you you were just saying that he put up the bridge over
12: yeah so in the very bottom of that picture where there, there that would be the wetland any of that brush you see there in the very bottom uh, to the left of the mouse go to the left yeah just below that so i'm looking at the cursor no, on the
9: triangular portion of that property
12: yeah uh, that's that whole area is completely clear, clear. now i don't I, i'm not yeah I that's guess. a different parcel it's not ours clarification is that they did not clear it, but it is now cleared. There is no brush there.
0: Are there any questions for Mr. De- Commissioner Doman?
4: I guess it's not really a question, but do you have any ideas that your, your main concern seems to be the visibility? Is there any suggestions that you might offer to the applicant here that might sure. make it nicer view for you
12: yeah and i mean as far as the view we're we're not too it's um it's not so much the architecture or or, or even any of the the podiums that are or or the buddha that's that's currently there it's more of the parking as it expands out because then my backyard it looks like a, a giant parking lot um i think you know the the trees that were being established on the north and east side again that There was a letter sent out. I responded about uh, uh, October of last year, and I hadn't heard back um, about any more trees being added. It looks like all of them have been planted. I have seen a few orange flags, but I think adding some additional shrubbery there might help buffer the the, the view. Uh, For me, part of the reason I purchased the house is because of the history and because of all the adjacent farms. There's Butler Farm, there's Howell's Farm, there's a number of other farms in the area, and my house kind of fits into that farming history from a resale value, I'm a little concerned. If you know I, I'm glad to hear that things can be changed in the future should a different property owner come along. But in the meantime, I'm I'm concerned about you know the value of my home in that that consideration.
0: Any other questions? Um, if not, okay, yes, Commissioner Peltier.
11: Well, this would, I guess this would be more for the owner. Is there any plan to continue the tree planting in this area ne- next to his property line?
9: Yes, Commissioner Platt here. Yes, our plan is to plant the privacy trees all around the property. Uh, so we'll go up to the creek on this on all three sides. And the other side, we're not going to do anything because that property doesn't... Uh, uh, as into any any nearby houses, so yes, our plan for this year is to continue planting on your side too. Okay,
11: thank okay, you.
0: Thank you. Um, I have an, a question. Also, um, you don't actually intend to have any parking towards that end of the property, right? To looking at from plan plan south, you don't have any parking down there because it's so close to your podiums, correct? Right.
9: Okay. Sure. Yeah. Our original site site plan was to have all the parking, so that's one of the reasons. Uh, so we don't want to go close to any of our neighbors because. Uh, so our proposal was to allow us to have parking space on the northeast corner of the property. Uh, you know, we're near that. Uh, the white white uh, is a car or something. Yeah. So behind uh, that area, so we utilize that as a space. So so such that you know all the adjacent property. Uh, you know we'll have no uh, you know vehicles park or no noise pollution so all the cars will come off the Snowden farm
12: parkway and park right there
0: okay so so parking back towards your property there won't be any
12: currently or in the future
0: well the in the future for certain because that's not where their parking lot's going to be right now there shouldn't be any either so especially once the podiums start to be built other than construction vehicles, there shouldn't be any parking back there simply because of the use of those podiums. Okay. Parking wouldn't, would be intrusive and other than perhaps some handicap parking would be the only thing I could think of, but that that is something that might need to be discussed. Great. Um, if there's no more comments, we now move into deliberation. Or, uh, Commissioner
11: Pelletier. <laughs> all right, I have to ask them all separately. Um, I just want to get more information. Uh, when you said there, that you've seen up to 100 cars parked, is it in this corner that you're talking about?
12: Yes, I mean, I, there, there was one day specifically that I would say almost the entire field was filled with cars.
11: And how often does that happen?
9: Yeah, he's right. So there was a, a couple of occasions. Where, uh, so that happens only once or twice in a year on the mega uh, religious uh, assembly. So there was one or two times we had like 50-plus cars. So I don't have count, exact count, but yeah, there were car parked on the green areas uh, because we didn't want to uh, you know, have congestion on the Snowden Farm Parkway because uh, people need to go in. So, so there will be no congestion on the Snowden Farm Parkway. So had, but that happens only once or twice in a year. And and
11: is that only a temporary fix until you get a proper parking lot?
9: Correct. Yeah, that's a temporary fix.
11: Okay. Thank you. Um,
0: And I would, to continue that comment, I would assume that once you start construction of the podium, it will never happen again simply because you have the podium and your statues back there.
9: Okay, we agree on that.
0: OK, we're going to start our deliberation, and that's when we give our opinions. Um, I would like both of you to stay there in case one of us has. We aren't supposed to be asking questions at this point, but it always happens, um, to get clarification. So would anybody, any of the commissioners like to start the deliberation? Uh, oh, commissioners, right. <laughs> All right, um,
13: this is Commissioner Nasser. Thanks for the uh, explanation of the presentation. Um, I understand the purpose of these statues and as your colleague mentioned, in most religions you wanna ascend up and uh, place the gods as up as you can, as high as you can. Uh, But it would be great that you kind of uh, maybe get some, provide some elevations or some uh, 3D aerial views to understand the relationship of these statues and the historic property and also maybe from your neighbor's point of view. And you can, of course, build it as high as you want, but um, to try to make it appropriate, so it's just um, kind of not overshadowing the historic property, also the neighbor, kind of respect the neighbor's um, property as well. So. That's my only comment regarding the lights and other like the the landscape, and uh, I'm sure you want to make it as beautiful as possible. So I'm I'm sure you're going to have landscape plans that are appropriate. But um, something some views that show the relationships is
0: would be very appreciated. Thank you. Uh, next, uh, okay, I'll go then. Oh. Uh. Um, well, it's it's good to hear that this is moving forward. It's been a long uh, stretch for everybody. I appreciate that. Um, I really don't have an issue with the podium's uh, construction, and I understand that's really why you're here tonight, is to move forward with that construction. Uh, they're quite substantial uh, engineered structures. That was interesting to, to look at the sections. Um, it, it's some of my comments are are related to the property, not related specifically to the podiums. I do look forward to uh, the development of your landscaping plans. Maybe a, a plan that shows the tree plantings that you have done include that as well. That would be very helpful to see paving. Um, there were several comments in some of the letters that raise issues that I think will need to be addressed or should be addressed it's not some of the questions aren't really in our field to deal with other than you know the historic viewshed and and you know uh, area uh, but I think they're worth considering um, the lighting and how the lighting, is dealt with, where it's positioned, how it's positioned, and the, the fixtures that you use, I think are gonna be fairly critical in this, not only for your property, but for the neighbors. Um, you do have a watershed area, and how that is treated, uh, the environmental uh, department will be, I'm sure, talking, have talked with you, or will be talking with you. Um, about how to handle that and that can kind of feed into then the existing wildlife that has been on the property and can be attracted back to the property as well Um, uh, biodiversity is always helpful but also just from a simple fact that it's interesting to the community to your community and to the local residents to see all this wildlife Um, I'm telling you, if I can get a deer in my backyard, which is about the postage stamp size in Silver Spring, you can get a lot of a herd of deer out there. Um, so, again, you know, addressing some of the larger site areas, um, I would highly recommend that you keep your parking away from your neighbors as much as possible, um, or at least give them fair warning when it's going to happen. Um, and I look forward to Maryland History Day on April 3rd when everybody can come and visit the house and see this historic property, see the remaining buildings, and also uh, see what you might have planned for it. Are there any other?
11: Commissioner Pelletier. Thank you. I just wanted to second uh, Commissioner Nasser's um, suggestion for some 3D views from. Snowden Farm Parkway, and maybe from adjacent Properties, of how how tall these these uh, podiums are going to be. I don't know if that's easy enough to do, that your architect did do that. But I think it would be extremely helpful to know, like, the, the view shed, you know, for these things. I think the drawings are really descriptive. I think the, the designs are really beautiful. I just would like to kind of know what the neighbors are going to see when these things get erected. So. That's it.
0: I think that appears to be it as far as comments this evening. Um, So you've heard our comments. You will continue to work with staff uh, going forward. Um, And again, the community is always welcome to give their opinions. And we always are happy to work with the community to make sure that your concerns are addressed. And if that's all, then thank you very much for everybody. Thank you for our remote guests. Excuse me. And thank you very much. Moving forward, we're going to move on to our preliminary 2B at 9832 Capitol View Avenue Silver Spring I have two names here tonight Michael Winfield Mark Kaufman as the applicants and for public testimony Mark Faulkner Patricia Mulrady and Sherry Zuckerman we are going to start with the staff report
8: Uh, yes again uh, Dan Brukert this is our third preliminary consultation considering the lot at 9832 Capitol View Avenue in Silver Spring. Uh, Again, this is an undeveloped lot. It was lot 13 in the Capitol View Park subdivision, and it's a spatial resource to the Capitol View Park Historic District. And um, in the 1982 amendment that established the district, It defined them as spatial resources or unimproved parcels of land which visually and aesthetically contribute to the setting of the historic district and which can be regarded as extensions of the environmental setting of the significant historic resources. Um, And this is reviewed under Chapter 24A, the HPC's administrative regulations, the Secretary of the Interior Standards for Rehabilitation and the approved and adopted master plan amendment for for the Capital View Park Historic District. And again, this is um, looking towards the subject lot. Um, this was taken before construction began. And you see um, the house at 9838 Capitol View Avenue uh, was a pr- previously approved and is under construction and this is the view today. You'll note um, the full sidewalk and curb and bus stop that are immediately in front of 9832. And then this is 9830, which is the property to the, the south. Um, this is looking at uh, the Farmhouse, uh, Farmer Brown House. it goes by several different names, um, but access is provided through 9838, which is also where access will be to the subject property. Um, this is looking across the property um, prior to some tree removals, and, and this again is before construction began. And this is looking back up towards Capitol View Avenue from the existing uh, driveway. And the subject lot is the one with a star, you can see the gravel drive to Farmer Brown House. Um, and our GIS map is incorrect. The lot does extend all the way to uh, the train's property from Capitol View Avenue. And this is the original plat that established the Capitol View Park subdivision. So again, this is the, the s- south of the two houses proposed on the undeveloped lots. Um, It's a two story house with a garage and the rear um, with the deck above. There are some conflicting numbers as far as the front setback, um, but they're within a couple feet of one another and we can work out those details. This one shows at 29 feet, 10 inches. Uh, There are relatively narrow site setbacks at seven feet, nine inches to the south from, uh, and then it does step in a little bit at the rear So the HPC held a preliminary consultation for the subject property on November 15th. The HPC found the revised house placement, which is closer to the street than previous, was a significant improvement that would reinforce the settlement pattern along Capitol View Avenue. Uh, The HPC supported uniform treatment on all four exterior elevations. And several commissioners found the height of the house, coupled with the narrow side setbacks, had the potential to loom over the neighboring house and streetscape. The design changes are, are relatively minimal. Uh, the roof slope has changed. Uh, the window here was changed from a rectangle to uh, an oval. And the second floor on two of the elevations was changed from single siding to uh, hardy, hardy clapboards. This is the right elevation with the, the driveway in the basement. And the rear elevation and the left side elevation. So uh, the design revisions, again, the the shingle siding was removed from the front and right side elevations, so now all four elevations have uniform finishes as recommended by the HPC in November. And the roof pitch was changed from uh, 12 over seven to 12 over six, and this lowers the roof midpoint by um, approximately half a foot. Um, The midpoint on the drawings uh, shows a midpoint of 376 feet, and eight hundredths of a feet to 366.54. Uh, and the height from, of the ridge from grade was not provided uh, with these drawings. So again, uh, in November, the HPC found that the subject property is a buildable lot, and the site, limits, the site constraints limited the placement of the house and access to the lot, which are both challenges, which is probably part of the reason why this lot hasn't been built on in the last 150 years uh the hbc also found the materials proposed were consistent with what is typically allowed for new construction in the capitol view historic district so staff still finds that the house appears too massive and too tall rendering it potentially incompatible with the streetscape and the overall district so staff re- recommends several changes including lowering the height and narrowing the width of the house breaking up the facade to reduce its mass and this could be accomplished by utilizing something like the double gable that was approved of the house at ninety eight nine oh five Capital View Avenue, or reorienting the design to create something, can do a Gable L form, which is what the HPC approved at the infill house at 10201 Menlo Avenue. And just again, um, we can refer to these examples. So this is the house at 9905. This extends from Capital View Ave um, to, I think it's Menlo is, is the the lot to the rear. So its um, dimensions are, are relatively similar to the proposed house at 98, uh, ninety-eight thirty-two, um, but by using two smaller roof forms, it really does break up the massing, and the house appears less massive. Uh, again, this is uh, a slight gable L form uh, for the house at one hundred two hundred one Menlo, but by having the side gable and the front gable, along with some front elevation reveal, the the massing of the house is broken up. Um, to a degree that the HPC and later the Board of Appeals uh, agreed was compatible with the character of the site and surrounding district. So staff requests the HPC provide feedback on the compatibility, the height and massing of the proposed house, including specific revisions to improve the house compatibility with the streetscape and surrounding district and any materials for the parking pad and driveway and any other recommended revisions. Um, and then what follows is a list of um, additional requested materials for a subsequent HOP app, um, application or a preliminary, uh, uh, an additional preliminary consultation uh, as the HPC directs. And I will answer any questions that you have.
0: Are there any questions for staff? Everybody still digesting all of that? <laughs> Um, if there are no questions for staff right now, we will move on to the applicants. Michael Winfield, the agent, and Mark Kaufman, the owner. Um, if you'll come forward, turn on the mic till the light's green, and then identify yourself and your relationship to this project. Thank you.
14: Good evening. My name is Michael Winfield. Seven Five Five Gen Drive, Woodbine, Maryland. Um, I'm the representative for Mr. Kaufman for this project and uh, the builder.
0: Uh, you can make a presentation. I believe
5: it's is it seven minutes or? It is seven minutes. I'm okay. just trying to get that back. Okay. There you'll, we go. Yeah, you'll
0: have you can <coughs> have you have seven minutes. You can make a presentation if you like. You can speak to whatever you will, not want, or you can just answer our questions.
14: Thank you. Thank you. Um, So as it was pointed out, one of our major challenges is the bus stop on the property. Um, Ideally, somebody living in this house doesn't want to be right up against this bus stop. We've tried to pull this house back, which also helps the streetscape presentation of it if it's pulled back. It works better for the driveways um, because we have no access in the front because of the bus stop. Um, The bus stop is not a friendly place as everybody would like to think it is it gets very rowdy Um, People are constantly back in the woods using it as a bathroom. So I believe that would be inconvenient for a homeowner there Um, So we've We've looked at Pulling it up and and if that's what uh, the commissioners feel we need to do we can we can pull it up to line up with Capitol View Avenue We've also looked at the words massing, the massive house that um, is continually referred to. By zoning regulations, we have building restriction lines, which we could build up to. As you can see, we, we have pulled back um, any overhangs or protrusions that technically could hang over the building restriction line. So we have shrunk the house doing that approximately 9%. Shrinking it any more with a uh, center entrance makes very small rooms on each side. We have looked at the re- the height reductions. We have reduced the the roof trusses which actually brought the roof down about 15%. And then looking at lot coverage of the house because that seems to be another issue. Um, I did some research on the neighborhood and there's an average of houses on our street, um, ours being 1,790 square foot lot coverage. They go 1,649 down to 1,500. The largest one being 9830, which is 2,414 square feet of lot coverage, which is about 50% more than the average lot coverage on the street. So it, it is not the largest house in the neighborhood by any means. Um, the trees have always been a controversy. Um, again, with the bus stop there, we want to keep as much green and as much forested area in the front as we can. Um, I walked the property with, um, with the neighbor to review the trees that we were going to take down. And he requested that we save this tree and this tree. Um, which we tried to do with root pruning if necessary or go around the tree for uh, silt fence on the property. And at that point, um, the neighbor was content with the tree removal. And at that point, the comment was, I have no further stoppage of your project because it's going to go forward anyway. Just try to save these trees that are next to me, which we did. Um, I've met with everybody down the street on... um, Uh, flanking our driveway, one down the road. Um, Everybody that I met with has signed a letter saying that they were fine with what we were doing. Um, I didn't get that submitted in time for you tonight, but um, I can certainly send it to Dan and Rebecca. Um, So we have have made a lot of concessions to this house, and and it it is a difficult lot. But if you look at the houses that were being compared to um, the one across the street, they have access from the back of their house. They have a lot more leeway to to do things with their house, and the other the other houses are also taking advantage of being able to hang over the building restriction lines, which we have pulled back into the building restriction lines. So we have we have made a lot of concessions, I feel, um, and also dealing with the lack of um, driveway because of the bus stop. We, we've tried to do the best we can to make a nice home for somebody there um, and would like to hear your feedback on what else we could do to make this a uh, viable project. Uh,
0: is it? Are you complete now? Yes. Okay. Um, we will, um, Ms allo we can ask our questions of this applicant at this point right yes madam okay, Chair. thank you <laughs> any questions for this applicant or this agent of the applicant Hi. commissioner
11: pelletier uh thank you did you look yeah. at, at hipping the big roof ever in this design
14: it tipping it is that what you said
11: yeah just like hip having it be a hip instead of a gable the
14: I, I don't believe the center I don't believe the front of the house would really allow for a full hip. I mean, it would allow for a partial hip on the top, um, but I'm, the the ridge line is still the ridge line at that point.
11: It is, but it but the hip would push it back rather than having it come up. It know. would
14: soften it at the very peak. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, it
11: would just I think it would just soften the height. I'm just curious if you had looked at that. We have as, looked at that as That's, an option. We have
14: looked at that and we have not ruled that out either.
11: Okay. I think that would help um, the, the visual height of it. Um, that's really my only question. Oh, my other question, I did have another question. Why did you change the window in the front to an oval from, I don't, I don't have the old presentation in front of me.
14: Um, in the architect's opinion, it just seemed to soften the front of the house a bit because there was a skinny, narrow window, a narrow, long window there.
11: Okay, just kind of odd because there's no other oval windows on the whole house. I do appreciate they changed the the siding, uh, but uh, but we're doing questions. Are we doing questions or are we deliberating? <laughs> we're doing just questions. questions. Okay, just thank questions. You. you,
0: Commissioner Dolan.
4: It's Commissioner Dolan. This is kind of related. Um, what is the um, surface of the driveway? I mean, right now I know it's like a gravel, but are you going to hardscape it, blacktop, asphalt? What what is the plans for the driveway when it comes in?
14: Um, the plan is to blacktop it, but I would like to research something a little more environmentally friendly to let the, the water ease down through a little bit. So we haven't made a final final decision on that yet.
4: And that will go to um, was it ninety eight thirty, the other house ninety eight thirty eight. Is that the other house? So. Whatever you do for the driveway affects both the houses, right? It would affect and it's it going would to go up to your property line going towards the Brown Farm house That's then, correct. too. And you sure. don't have to do anything with the Brown house then. So you would be responsible for all that, and you really haven't come to a conclusion what the surface would be yet. At,
14: at this point, we, we had planned on blacktop, it?
4: Yes. It might be nice to see... Uh, Something more attractive, but yeah, okay.
14: I, I, I agree with you, and, and again, that's something that we're obviously open to.
4: Okay, thank you.
0: Any other questions? If there are no more questions... I, I do. Oh, <coughs> Commissioner Haynes.
1: Sorry, thank you, this Commissioner Haynes. Um, looking at the building section, uh, building section AA, <coughs> I know... Trusses are fast and easy way to to frame a roof. Um, But one way to bring the ridge down would be to pull the soffit line down uh, um, below the the eight foot ceiling height. Have you looked at any
14: options to, to do that? Yes, sir. I believe you brought that up last time. We talked about this, and we did look at that. And what it starts to do is it encroaches over top of the second floor windows, depending on how you know to make any significant difference. Mm -hmm. We start to cover the windows, basically. You you could lower
1: the windows. You got them at seven feet. That's pretty tall. That could be lowered down to six six, or you could do do dormers at the windows. And there's ways around
14: that possibly yes I'm Not uh, yeah, sure about the, the yeah, dormer but, part but yeah i, I mean we i'm could, very sure of that um regarding the width I and
1: mean, i know space is a premium but it's pretty wide the spaces are pretty generous that's nice for the homeowners but it seems if you could uh squeeze a foot out of the foyer out of the out of the dining room home office you could bring it in three to four feet um that would also go ways to bringing your ridge down um, as you make the width of the house narrower. the the ridge comes down j- just in the design the way you have it i mean it's very large family room kitchen space that's those spaces certainly the breakfast room is is three quarters of the dining room foyer and office so there's no really loss of space there and there's no sacrifice of the kitchen family room where that's where the family lives um, and the home office and the dining room wouldn't suffer or the foyer is quite generous uh, with uh, could be pulled in so I'd ask you to look at that um, have you thought about some of the, the two examples that staff showed and maybe the front door shouldn't face the street maybe it should be um, Facing the driveway, so that you could maybe offset the the two bays of the dining room and the home office could push and shove and offset, so that you would uh, then begin to decrease the street-facing
14: elevation. With you, with your first comment um, about making the house a little more narrow. You also have to look at the second floor it does impact the second floor more of the master suite area to the hallway becomes narrow or the rooms become much smaller not much they're still generous rooms i mean building restriction lines are there i mean the the uh, yeah those are, we, those are maximums
1: those are maximums
14: there are maximums without overhangs which we pulled back our overhangs to to take care of that and if you look at the house across the street i believe it's 05. Um, Same thing there, maxed out to the building restriction lines with overhangs. So we did try to pull it back in. Um, And to your second comment about the door on the side, back 50 years ago when I brought this to the county in the first place, we had the door to the side with a side load because of the way everything is set up. And they asked us to switch everything to the front for it to look more compatible with the neighborhood, which we have.
1: Well, maybe we shot ourselves in the foot on that one.
0: Um, if there are no more questions, um, you just answered the one I had, which is why do you have a door on the front when you've got the bus stop there and a porch there? And more to the point, the porch, which you're ne- they're never going to use that porch to set on with a bus stop there. Um, but I was going to ask why you don't flip the stair and the main egress, but you just answered that, so I will yes, say. Yes, and we
14: addressed that last time I was here. I, I, our original, original, original was that house was sideways because of the bus stop, to try to avoid all that.
6: Yeah.
5: This is Rebecca Ballow with the staff. I just wanna make clear for the record, when the applicants come to us you know, in the beginning and we give a lot of design suggestions, and this is an iterative design process, so I do not want any impression to be that because you know we made some design suggestions about how to make the house compatible with the streetscape and the neighborhood that if the house needs to be made more compatible with the door moving another way you know again this is the staff recommendation that's not set in stone i think the stronger staff recommendation that has also carried through is about the height size and massing of the house that remain unaddressed so i do not want the impression to be that this has to get hung up on the front door because that was absolutely not our intent just to make that clear
0: Thank you, Supervisor Ballow. Um, <clears throat> any last questions? If not, we're going to move on to the uh, other comment or the, the public testimony. Um, and I have three names, Mark Faulkner, Patricia Milrady, and Sherry Zuckerman. And if there's anybody else that's requested to testify, please come forward. And you all can come forward at one time. Um, so, you'll sit down in front of a mic and turn it on so the light is green. And then identify yourselves and your address and your relationship to this project. And why don't we start over here? No, you start over, I will start over there at that end of the table, sir. <laughs> Mr. Faulkner, I assume.
15: Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, my name is Mark Faulkner. Um, I own 9830 Capital View Ave, pleasure to be here. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to our notes this evening. Uh, <coughs> three minutes, yeah?
0: Three minutes, please. Um,
15: sensitivity is a word that's used in the historic te- text. So is harmony. So is maintained character. Um, so is preservation. Of the, of, the, of the character as well. That all applies to the natural environment as the, and the build environment. It's a relationship between the two. It's a relationship between the size of the house relative to the natural landscape. <laughs> it's funny. I reread those um, texts every time we have one of these meetings, and every time I read the sector plan, I get a little more confused um, about how we're ending up where we are. Um, I don't think the previous building was sensitive. I don't think this application is sensitive uh, to those qualities that are listed in that text. Um, As I noted in my comments that I provided all of you or provided staff a couple days ago, um, I am mostly in agreement with the staff report in terms of the comments that have been made in terms of trying to reduce the size of it going on the diet, uh, and bringing the size down. Uh, To further add on to that, I think my concerns would be any additional preservations and protections of trees uh, in in, in relation to the massing. The two go hand in hand because it's so wide, because it's big, uh, it really does put pressure on it. I do know that there are some trees in the middle of the site that are a challenge, uh, you know, that's obvious. Uh, but there are some around the edges that are definitely you know, worth saving. Uh, so there's a number of comments there. Yes, I did walk the site with uh, Michael Winfield. How are you doing, Michael? Um, and we did talk about saving some areas. Um, I was very surprised that all the American holly trees were chopped up. I was surprised that Um, A simple, passive conversation was not memorialized in any way with any additional documents representing what the tree plans are in terms of what we're saving, what we're preserving, to be discussed with everybody in the open. Um, So building on the size of the, the house, I think there's qualitative and quantitative items with it. You know, being qualitative, it looms over. It has a presence. The qualities of the district are being open. It's a combination of open fields, landscape, trees. Um, When you have large double height houses on narrow lots, they loom over you. They're a sense of claustrophobia. (laughs) You know, it just changes the character substantially. Um, In terms of uh, Mr. Winfield's reference to the size of the house, I think he's probably accurate in terms of the lot coverage of my property, uh, but the difference is it's single story and it is almost half of the amount of area as the, other, as the house being proposed. And um, that double height presence looms over the tree canopy. And it challenges it, and it distracts from it. Was that my timing? Yes, it was.
16: I wanted, OK. Um, so
0: we'll move on to you if you'll identify yourself, your relationship to the project. And then you can have your three minutes of comments.
11: Okay. I would like to defer most of my time to Mark because everything I, he said, I I agree with. My name is Sherry Zuckerman. Mm-hmm. I live across the street, uh, right behind the uh, Victorian that faces this ninety eight thirty two, and um, I'm also president of the civic association. So I'm here on on the behalf of myself as well as the community.
0: Okay. Um. Mr. Uh, Faulkner, I believe you have probably about two more minutes.
15: Thank you, Sherry. Uh, That was very kind. Um, You know, just going back to those qualitative and quantitative uh, aspects of the neighborhood, right? The qualitative aspect of it is that, you know, there's spacing between a lot um, and the trees in between. The reference projects and the staff report are completely different contexts, right? Um, The one on uh, capital view ave you could saw in the picture the top of the roof aligns with the neighboring historic building there's a relationship there that's maintained the one on menlo for example has very gracious setbacks to the neighbors 20 or 30 feet i don't know the exact difference but you can just tell it allows for that spatial resource to continue through the space so there's differences when we look at those projects as reference points uh, for all projects on these 50-foot lots they're They've all been kind of single story. Uh, my lot is 75 feet, also a single story. Um, so this double height house with a, with a very hard, large roof is an outlier. Uh, and again, it just puts further pressure on it. Um, you know, I, I, again, I mentioned um, this confusion I have. You know, I read the text. And I know I kind of took this oath when I came to the neighborhood that um, I need to preserve and protect. My house. I'm not going to make any huge changes. I hope to leave it in a better state uh, whenever I, I pass on. Um, you know, and I'm and the size of it is just is just concerning. And again, it's it's a large. I think um, if you compare usable square footage, um, it is, you know, in comparison, almost double the usable square footage of, of my house. Um, in terms of the reference side um, porch. Um, you know, I already presented with Mr. Winfield a whole set of plans for an alternative <laughs> building where you could use a size porch. So I know this well uh, as an architect, uh, an urbanist. Um, uh, I kind of have those eyes where I can see all that very clearly and very quickly. Um, so yes, I, I believe that's absolutely possible. And I don't know what the, the resistance is fully. Um, I do, I've said it before, I do agree with the house placement. I, I believe it's in line. Um, and I also want to say, you know, I, I respect builders. I, you know, I, I mentioned that before. Uh, we're bringing a, This is the place to bring uh, neighbors and, and people to the neighborhood and areas of mass transit, and it's a developable lot, but it should be a developable lot in the spirit of the Capital View Ave. Sextor plan. Um, I could go on, but I think that's just about through. And if you want to add anything, Sherry.
6: Um,
16: no, thank you.
0: All right, and you're our last uh,
16: speaker. Hi, I'm Pat Mulrady. I live at 10233 Capitol View Avenue in the fourth oldest house in the Capitol View Park. Um, yes, I'm not immediately adjacent, but I want—I came to show that this is not just a uh, not-in-my-backyard concern, but it's a concern of the entire neighborhood to keep the structural integrity and appearance and feel of Capitol View Park uh, intact. Um, the Victorian which was mentioned, uh, first of all, I agree with what they said but uh, and what Sherry wrote to you. I haven't read the other document. Um, but the Victorian um, which was mentioned is, to my knowledge, the only building that Capitol View, which you used to be able to see the Capitol from the entire length of the road. <laughs> it's the only place that you still could. The height of this. New house, if it's constructed close to the road, and um, is as tall as in the plans, could possibly obstruct that. And I think that would, as a his, you know historic preservation specialist, I would uh, think that was sad. Um, I agree, the house planned, is planned as way too big, and I I new to this, so I don't really understand why it was moved back towards the road. If I was living there, I wouldn't want. It. There's a bus stop in front of my house without the, the uh, shelter and it's annoying to have it there and we're set back 40 feet. Um, so um, I'm also <coughs> very concerned about the trees and I would suggest, first of all, maximum use of um, some different thinking. For instance, some of the trees are native trees, they're right close to the road or, and close to where they want to build Um perhaps those could be dug up, the smaller ones, dug up and moved to other places on the lot. Um, or neighbors could come and take them and plant them in their own yard. I know Montgomery County has a a tree planting program. I've signed up for that and they've told me it'll be a year or two before I can have another tree, even though I already have lots. Um so I, you know, it's just maybe that's a different way of saving the environment a little bit. I think that um, parks and planning should provide a forester and arborist of their own to assess this, not rely on the builder's arborist. And also, water retention is a huge issue in Capitol View Park. It doesn't come up very often. It does on my end of the road, because they built a development in the middle of what had been a lake way back when, um, and the streams, and, Every time it rains hard, like it's supposed to this weekend, the the, uh, pumps start going off in my in the back. Um, Also, some builder um, built on what we call alternate um, Menlo, and um, and that's caused flooding in those people's backyards. So, (coughs) excuse me. I think it would be imperative to have that measured. And I'm sorry I can't see. Oh, I'm up. Okay. Thank you very much. Um,
0: <clears throat> so now, if there are any questions for uh, the public testimony, Commissioner Dillman.
4: Yeah, this is a question for Mr. Faulkner. Um, question came up about the front entrance, and I'm, I mean, I, I understand why it's facing frontward now, but would you be against? having the entrance to the side, um, or do you feel that the street view with a front entrance is more important for this particular house, or would you be agreeable, and you think the neighbors would be agreeable, to a side entrance for this particular house?
15: Thank you, Commissioner Dolan. Uh, um,
4: uh, just to make it clear...
15: Uh, where the entrance is is probably the least of my worries. Um, you know, that's not the concern I have. The concern I have is it's a, a very high massing that impacts the 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 view of the tree and the width of the house. I suggested to the applicant putting a side entry. You know, as an architect, it makes all the sense in the world. You're going to park your car in the back. You're going to go in the front door. If you have any neighbors uh, or guests, they're going to park in the back, go to the side door. You know, nobody's going to use the front. It's going to become useless. Um, Uh, You know, that's, you know, it just makes all the sense in the world to put on the side. Uh, But, again, that's not my primary concern. It's it's really the overall height. Thank you.
4: I mean, this basically almost like going back to square one or something, it seems to me. I mean, there's a lot of redesign. I mean, I have no problem. I think a side interest makes sense for everything that you just said, you know. Um, if you have visitors coming, they're going to come in through the back. They're not going to use the front door, and basically useless. Um, I mean, I I would be I ha- I hate to say that we need to have another preliminary, but I would like to see how this would look. I would like to see a, a, a drawing or something that that actually addresses the side entrance. So that's my point.
0: Any other questions? No, I think. You made a, your cases very well. Thank you. Um, we'll move on to deliberation.
8: Oh, wait. Yes, sir. The applicant or the representative has an opportunity to respond or uh, rebut any testimony before okay. deliberations. Uh,
0: thank you. Please come forward and have your opportunity to respond. <clears throat> uh,
14: first, I wanted to respond to the trees again. Um, I did reach out to Park and Planning, and the uh, forester said that they have no jurisdiction over this property because of the year the lot was cut. So they did not offer any input and said that they have no reason to be to the property to review the trees. We have selectively taken out dead trees at this point. Other than that, as I've said probably 50 times in this room, We are very aware of the trees and committed to saving the trees that can be saved. Um, As far as the frontage, um, I mean, I keep hearing that it would be nice if the house was pulled back, which is what we've asked for time and time again. I think that helps the streetscape a little bit. I think it helps the treescape a lot. Um, As far as redesigning the house at this point, I mean, we went off of... um, recommendations from the county, recommendations from the commissioner. And I mean, I don't have tens of thousands of dollars to throw at coming back to submit another idea at this point. I think what we have is workable, tweakable to make everybody happy. Um, And as far as expectations of moving in the neighborhood, I know Mr. Faulkner bought the house off of um, George Carr, who was a friend of ours. So I'm pretty sure Mr. Faulkner was aware of there was going to be houses built there when he moved in that it wasn't just going to be a vacant lot to enjoy forever. Um, and as I've told him before, that vacant lot is for sale if you want to enjoy the scenery that's there. But again, we have tweaked and tweaked and tweaked this design with trying to keep a nice home for somebody. That's all.
0: Any questions?
15: Yep. I have- oh, um, Mr. Faulkner. Uh, I, Mr. Carr is a, a great previous owner. And I consulted in, with him many times about this as well. And I wish he could provide um, uh, his knowledge of it since he was owner for about 30 years. Um, I, I think there is probably some recognized uh, dispute about house placement. Um, and I know Patricia said that as well. Um, I And unfortunately, I think for, from my perspective, um, I am okay with the location. I, I, but I have studied it in a way where I, I think some of the critical trees can remain in its current location. Um, you know, I, I my I perfectly knew that there would be developed lots here, and it's kind of that pastoral backyard that um, you know is is really the the resource that. Um, you know you, you you kind of learn to love right um, uh, you know I'll, I'll never see a, uh, a, a sunset over the horizon because of that 40 foot uh, house uh, that was built at ninety eight thirty eight ever again um, and you know there's a reason why I think there's an alignment to where it should be now but I, I do think and I know because I've studied it um, that uh, trees can be re- maintained at its location where it is adjacent to the other properties. Um, and in terms of revisions, I, I kind of had the opposite opinion. Uh, I, I've kind of felt like it's been the exact same thing every time, uh, changing siding is, is not really a revision, but that's a, a opinion. Thank you.
0: Okay. Um, any final questions? If not, we will move into our deliberation. And would somebody like to start this?
2: Yes. Um. Commissioner Galway. Thank I'll oh, move a little bit closer. Uh, we were asked to, to really evaluate um, the height, the size, the massing. And, you know, the word that comes to mind is compatibility. And I think, you know, t- I know, Mark, your concerns about the building itself, and when I look at the site and there's a seven-foot setback on either side and, um, you know, so in terms of the rules, they're playing by the rules, I have to admit. Um, We had a conversation initially when it was brought to us, and we were asked about the placement of the home. And when you go down the street and you can sort of see the front, the front edge of, of the homes as you drive down the road, <clears throat> excuse me, down Capitol View, um, it seems appropriate that the house be pulled at least in or pretty much in line with the rest of the homes. Now, there are three dimensions on the plans currently. I saw a 33-6 and then there's two that are very close, one at 29-10 and one at 36. Thirty feet six inches. It would be would be nice to understand exactly what that dimension is. I know it is close to that bus uh, stop, but I think the location of the home makes sense in terms of compatibility with the other homes. So, so I, I certainly continue to support the location w- with just kind of understanding that dimension a little bit better. Uh, but when I also when I look at the home, and if you could put up uh, staff, if you could put up slide two forty one for everyone. Um, uh, you know, I look at at the streetscape of the other homes. Uh, it's the uh, streetscape elevation. I may have the wrong number. Sorry. Oh, it's the report's different. This this would be the one with the with the elevations of all all the homes down the street.
8: Yep, you'll just need to give me a second. Yeah, Mr. Sure,
2: sure. Take take your time. Uh, when when I when I start to look at these homes whether you go down the street, you're you know in in person or whether you look at it uh, You know even on Google Maps, you know that you get a sense that these are all um, generally, they're smaller homes along the street there you go and you know, what I, what I sort of imagined is what if 9832 was not there and we took the 9900 and we moved it into its place between your homework and 9830 and the newer one that's under construction, 9838. I find that I would still feel that um, the massing, you know, even with that much smaller single level home. Given the constraints of that site given that it's being built appropriately with the setback. It's still tight and so, so when I look at this home I, I'm having difficulty thinking that tweaks Changing the, the ridge by six inches or even tightening it up It just does not feel in my opinion compatible with the, with the rest of the neighborhood I do think the massing and it's not a matter of the square footage of the home but it's just the overall size as you, as you drive down a street. It just seems to be too, too large. There's a lot, uh, and this might be just be graphics, but there's a lot, of, a lot of things going on in that front elevation in terms of the way that it's drawn, and, and it's just overpowering, it's, 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 it's overburdening, you know, and it's just, it just seems like it's too much for that house in that particular location. So in terms of compatibility, I don't think we're there. Uh, In terms of the massing, the size, the height, I I think it's just, it is, in my opinion, it's just awfully large home for for this particular location. That's my comments. Thanks.
0: Additional comments, commissioners? If not, I'll give a few comments. Um, I agree completely with Commissioner Galway. I don't find the current um, massing of this house at all compatible to the community. Um, It is overwhelming its adjacent neighbor at 9830. Um, There are, this is a a community especially on the strip of smaller houses and there is nothing wrong with a smaller house. I understand and appreciate that you cannot get full monetary value unless you max everything out. But we are in a historic district, it is a tight site, and we are looking for compatibility. So you do have layers of issues that you have to deal with. And maxing out is not at the top of the list, unfortunately. Um, Now, we have offered many suggestions about how to minimize the massing or the appearance of the massing of this project. And as other as other commenters have said, uh, tweaking the siding isn't a change to that. It is tweaking an appearance. It's not dealing with the massing issue. Um, and it concerns me this whole the massing of the house and the plan of the house and the size of the house. Um, I I think you really need to reevaluate your plan and i got to tell you, that front porch and the front entry, no one's ever going to use that front entry um, because they're not going to park near it. And in my community, there is a house that predated the metro stop in front of it, the, the bus stop. And that the owner of that house came to the civic association, my civic association, multiple times complaining because of the people waiting for the bus would come up onto his porch and sit in the, on the porch, or in inclement weather, hang out under his porch while they waited for the bus. This is private residence. He finally had to fence his front yard and driveway in completely because people were using his porch to get out of the rain. You need to keep that in mind that this your this porch this entrance is going to be very close to that bus stop, and if you don't create a barrier of some sort, then they're going to use your porch. There's a possibility that they very well would hide, would seek refuge in a rainstorm or a snowstorm on that porch on private property. Um, And I think the simplest answer is to flip the stair and the front entry. Um, And I understand that the grade creates problems for that, but I think the eventual owner of this house will find a side entry much more useful than it will the front. Um, And I think you can do something to the front of the house to make it less um, obvious that it is, you know, it can have balance, it can have proportion, it can have the windows, the bays, and it can be a nicer looking uh, street frontage and possibly even minimize the size of it because you don't need to, at that point, have to have The front door with two side lights on it um but i hear the adjacent neighbors concerns um i feel for them because i wonder how you can get possibly any sort of planting in between his house and your and the new house uh on your property some some tree planting at all that could survive without Completely destroying the foundation of this new house to be constructed. You're only going to be able to get small shrubs in there. Um, so yes, he will have this big, massive house looming over his house, and you know, frankly, that's the massing is incompatible with the adjacent neighbor and with the other houses along the street. And that's those are my comments. Um, so, Commissioner Pelletier.
11: Thank you. Um, I, I, I hear all the concerns. I don't, the tree issues, trees grow. I mean, you know, plant more trees. I don't have an issue with the trees. And the, the front door, I don't think, it sounds like that's not the neighbor's biggest concern about where the front door is. I mean, I agree with what everybody's saying. I would move it to the side, but, but in looking at the plan and looking, I've just lost it here. Hang on. A second. Uh, I was looking at the plan. I mean, it's a it's a nice house on the inside. Um, there we go. <laughs> well, I lost it here. Okay, but like I look at the I look at the room sizes. I mean, besides the sort of the massive family kitchen room area, which I know is where everybody's going to be hanging out, the rooms aren't excessively big. Like I don't. There's a lot of them, but I don't. I don't feel like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think it's a nice house, and I think it's, it's easy to say in these hearings, like, you got to build a smaller house on this lot. But I think economically in this area, that is a very, it's a very difficult thing to actually do if you're a developer. But what I do see in the elevations is a lack of imagination in massing this thing. Like it could it could be this height at the front and it could step down towards the back. I'm particularly struck by some of these graphics um, that were sent. Uh hang on, let me go back to my notes here. No, that's not it. Where is it? It The what the massing that that you sent. You live next, you live to the left, right? So you're showing the massing of the house. That you're looking out yeah where is that (laughs) i'm trying to find it i was just looking at it oh it's in the testimony right yeah here okay so so this front side yard view from 9830 um I, i don't see why there couldn't be some some differential between the first floor and the second floor and maybe the the house is taller in the front and there's ways to kind of step in and reduce the massing from the neighbor's view without impacting the plan so much. I just it's a big box and it's a great plan inside. I think it's a great it would be a great house just looking at the plan. I would love to live in this house. But but I think the massing just doesn't there isn't a lot of a thought given to the The character of the neighborhood and the, you know, the, like how old houses look. Some of the, some of the examples that the, um, that staff gave for houses around, newer houses around the neighborhood, you know, that break up the gables, that break up, the mass, that push some to the front, some to the back. It's a big box with a with a few, bays on it, and I, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't ask you to to. To shrink the house if you can. I think the way that it is now as a big box, yes, you have to shrink it down to be a smaller box. But if you could go back and just review like what this massing could be, I have this issue at my this exact issue at my house right now, and they are building an enormous two and a half, three-story thing that's set. Far back from my house so that when I'm in the backyard, it looks like there's a cruise ship parked next door. I'm not in a historic district. It's it's within code, there's nothing that I can do. And and this house is the same. I mean, you're you're honoring the setbacks, you've talked about the trees, you know, you've talked to the neighbors, I think you've done everything right. I just what I don't think is happening is a little bit of ingenuity in how to break up the outside of the house. And I just feel, I don't want to say go back to the drawing board and redesign the house because I know that's completely unrealistic. But I think a big siding box, there's a lot that you can do with it to, you know, you might have to move some things, shift some things around in the plan a little bit. Maybe not every bedroom is 12 by 12. Um, Maybe there's some, you know, little rooms for the small children or whatever. But I just think there needs to be a little more thought paid to the exterior, and how specifically this neighbor is going to see this house. The other side's not such an issue because the driveway is there, but I, but this side of the house, I don't think enough attention has been paid to the massing. So that's my thoughts. Thank you. Uh,
0: any additional comments, commissioners? Okay. If that's it then we're we're done. Okay, so we've given you our the few comments that we got. Um you've we've told you that we still think that it's not there whether it's the massing, whether it's the set, you know, how to show some ingenuity on the housing to make it less of a big box. Um, I do rather like the cruise ship parking <laughs> I, I will actually <laughs> um i we don't mean to be flippant honestly um, but I think we're gonna need another preliminary on this because I don't think you're there yet with this house um and I think you need to work with staff um, to work to see how you can take what you have and find some ways to minimize some of the spaces within it, whether it's you know reducing some of those walk-in closets, if that's what it takes, or taking off a bay window, somehow to pull it down or pull it back, or just vary it enough so it's it's just not a big wall with a lot of windows in it. And then also you need to work with that, what happens on the front, because whether the front door and porch is there or not, there's going to be an issue with that, with that uh, bus stop right there and that you, your owner is going to need to address that as soon as possible um, once people move in the house. You know, whoever owns that house is going to be dealing with that issue. So, work with the staff and we will see you again. Moving on, we have the minutes of January tenth, twenty twenty four. Did anybody read the minutes this week, Commissioner Radu? You may. You read the minutes. Would you like to make a motion?
7: Yes, um, I would like to move that we approve the minutes for the January tenth meeting.
0: Do I have a second for the approving the min- minutes? It's
1: Commissioner Haynes, I'll second.
0: All in favor, say aye. 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 The minutes of January 10th are approved. Um, Moving on to item 4A, commission items, Tacoma Park Minor Master Plan public hearing at Tacoma Park Middle School. Would you like to just (laughs) say what I just said?
5: Yes, thank you, Vice Chair Burdett. So the Tacoma Park Minor Master Plan is before the county council. Planning staff and the planning board participated in a bus tour with the county council um, just this past Tuesday where we toured them around the plan area. They've had their work session. The public hearing is tomorrow night, which will be followed by at least three work sessions at the PHP committee and then on through the public process with the council, hopefully to approval this winter. But as part of that, staff is seeking um, a motion from the HPC to approve sending a letter to the County Council um, with your public testimony on the, on the master plan amendment. Um, staff is proposing a letter very similar to the one that you submitted to the Planning Board for, for your public testimony.
0: That all sounds very good, good plan. Um, I would like to make a motion that the staff prepare a letter to send to the County Council very closely aligned with the original testimony by Vice Chair Burdett um, to send to the county council. um, And any of the commissioners who would like to be in attendance tomorrow night may do so voluntarily. (laughs) So uh, a motion, yes. Do I have a second? This is
11: Commissioner Pelletier, a second. All
0: in favor, say aye. 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 The motion passes. Staff items. No staff items this evening. Then this meeting of January 24, 2024, is adjourned.